Recently, we've been talking about all things peaceful partnering. And I've shared with you my Unleash Your Inner Power Couple workshop, which, by the way, you can still watch. It's absolutely free. It's over at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash unleash. And I've been getting so much feedback from all of our community just saying how this hits a really open, raw wound for so many of us. It hits a spot that so many of us are trying to heal and trying to work on. And many of you have even been diving into my deep dive six month program called Parent in Love. And I know a lot of others of you are just eyeing it and wondering if if it's right for you. So first of all, a huge welcome to anyone who has decided to join Parent in Love. Um, I'm really thrilled, honored and humbled to have you in there and that you've said yes and you've taken me up on going on this journey together. Um, So for those of you who aren't sure, Parent in Love, as you've probably already heard, is the program where I help you go from feeling maybe miserable, maybe distressed, or simply managing in your relationship with your significant other, all the way to feeling satisfied and even blissed out about your partnership. That sounds good, right? But uh, because I know that some of you are still on the fence and because I know that for others of you, it's simply not in the cards right now to join the course, I would love to give you something right here, right now. So how would you like it if I shared the six steps to parent in love right here in this podcast? So this is going to be like a mini training. It's actually going to be actionable. You might want to have a journal with you because things might come up. And I'm really going to take you through those six steps so that you can create those changes either by saying yes and taking it further with me inside of Parent in Love or simply by piecing it together yourself and going on this journey. But either way, I'm here to strongly encourage you to kind of grab the bull by the horns and really invest in your relationship. It is absolutely crucial and it is the core, the base of your parenting, as I hope that I've illustrated for you in so many different ways over the course of this month um, as we've been focusing on partnering. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. So before I go any further, let me introduce myself in case you don't know who I am. My name is Avital. I'm a homeschool mom of four little kids. Um, I've been married for almost 14 years and I consider myself a performance coach for visionary families. It's kind of a new version of my old job title. I used to call myself a parenting coach, but really I'm a performance coach. I know that you have a great vision for your family. You want to create something amazing. You don't want to just live a humdrum vanilla default life. You want deep, meaningful, fulfilling relationships. And you have a vision, even if you're not exactly clear on what it is, you have a vision for something more in your family. And I am here to champion you. I see you as a powerful, important CEO and leader of your family unit, the most important leader that's shaping the future of this world. I say that without exaggeration and cynicism. I really mean that. And you know where you want to take yourself, right? And you are going to get there. And I am here to help you to make that happen. We all need a good coach. And I hope that I can be that for you. So thank you for showing up here today. 
So let's talk about how we make what we want to happen, what our big vision in our relationship, in our marriage, how we make that happen. Well, the truth is that the first thing we need to recognize is that most of us are not making that happen. Most of the marriages I see around me and in my clients are at best stable and loyal and, you know, look good on a Christmas card, look good in an Instagram reel, but feel a little bit hollow or empty or shaky or unfulfilled on the inside. Sometimes it's even worse than that. Sometimes we really feel repulsed by our partner or like we chose the wrong partner or like we're barely holding on by the skin of our teeth. Um, But I think most couples that I know after having children, they feel like everything's been reshuffled. Yes, they still love their partner, but that love is somehow inaccessible to them. Somehow they can't really feel it. They somehow have bonded with their children, but the bond with the partner has weakened And all of the things that bothered us before, like division of labor or lack of teamwork or lack of alignment on our parenting styles, suddenly become magnified much, much more when we have kids. The stakes are suddenly so much higher because now I'm linked to you for forever. Even if we get a divorce, we're still going to be linked at the hip because we have children together. And because now it's not just you and me anymore, but we're actually serving the blueprint for our children's future marriage, you know, partnerships, relationships, right? Everything they see us do is what they're learning about how men and women or women and women or men and men treat each other. And we want to be a good blueprint for our children. So suddenly everything seems so much more extreme. And then you throw into that the exhaustion, the hormonal changes, the schedule changes, the financial changes, and oh my gosh, hot mess. Am I right? There is so much more at stake. There is so much less support, so much less time alone together, so much less mojo and libido and everything just changes in a very, very deep way. The trouble with all of that changing in such a deep way is that our partnership is supposed to be the source of our energy, the foundation of our parenting together, the foundation of how we get things done because we're the team, right? We're the leaders together. And so if that becomes a source of contention and a source of stress, then everything else is thrown into this shaky scary dynamic that doesn't feel, you know, doesn't feel solid, it doesn't feel healthy and it isn't, right? So let me just be 100% frank and honest with you because I know no other way. Let's talk about why I do this work and why I made this course called Parent in Love. Why I believe most people do the work that they do when it's in this emotional field is because they themselves have needed it, right? They say we teach what we most need to learn. That is 100% true for me. I only teach the things that I really need to learn myself. And this is no exception. This has been, Parent in Love is a baby that was born of hours of research, of decades of research, really, but also of a lot of painful personal trial and error between me and my partner. Because years ago, I was definitely not sure that we were going to make it, right? Every single argument we had, divorce suddenly came up, right? Suddenly we would talk about, well, maybe we weren't meant to be together. Maybe we should separate. Maybe this isn't right. I don't know. Does this ever happen to you when you have an argument? Do you bring up the idea of separating? Maybe you don't bring it up verbally, but it comes up in your mind or it comes up as some kind of fantasy. Maybe things aren't really that bad. Like they never were for us. We never actually you know, technically went through with thinking about divorce, but it was always on the tip of our tongues as this threat or ultimatum, as a possibility. 
And as I've shared before, we tried different therapies and I enjoyed them, but they didn't really move the needle for us. And I am the type of person, I'm a big, uh, I'm a go big or go a home type of girl. If I am not having the fulfilling, meaningful marriage of my dreams, then settling just feels impossible to me. Like, no, 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 no. I don't want to just settle into this vanilla, humdrum, gray experience with recurring arguments, never moving forward, kind of just treading water in the same space. I'm all about growth. I want to grow as a human being. I want to grow spiritually, emotionally. I want to get better and better and upgrade the version of myself that I am. I feel like that's what brings me meaning in life is when I know that I'm growing and advancing myself. And so I felt very, very stuck, very rigid, very kind of just a bit helpless, really a bit depressed about where my parenting and partnering was with regards to my partner. And actually parenting was one of the big challenges there because I felt like my partner didn't parent the way I wanted him to. And I felt like I was constantly controlling him, nitpicking, nagging, or just getting depressed about the fact that he wasn't parenting in the peaceful parenting style that I believed in, or that he didn't have the same skills as me, or that he didn't have the same approach as me, or didn't believe in the things that I believed in. And it was incredibly challenging. Now, I recently shared on my Instagram that I had a really bad moment with one of my children and I got super angry, super triggered. I defaulted back to all my old bad ways and I actually got a bit violent. I grabbed my child's arm and kind of pulled him a little too hard. And guys, I share this with, you know, yes, I feel ashamed and it's very vulnerable for me to share it, but it's the truth. And I share this because I want to tell you about a win that occurred from it, which was that my partner stepped in to stop me. Gently, kindly, supportively, he was there to say, whoa, Tal, you've gone off the deep end, you're triggered, take a break, I'm here, I've got this. He calls me Tal, by the way. And that was just this incredible moment for me. That was huge. That was huge because we reached this place where we feel like we're partnering and parenting together rather than me being the superior one who's always complaining about him not doing enough or him not being enough for me or me being the better parent. Suddenly we've really through these years leveled the playing field where we both contribute in pretty much all the different ways. You know, we both support our family financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically. We are there, we are parenting, we are partners together. And of course there are ups and downs, there are still arguments, etc. But it's just alchemized to this completely new level of capacity for relationship capacity to stay in the uncomfortable things, to solve them, to go through it rather than to avoid it. And all of this happened because of, you know, a process that I went on, a process of soul searching that I went on, studying many of the great thinkers of our time, like the Gottman Institute and Harville Hendricks and Esther Perel and Dan Siegel and, you know, the CBT models and the NLP models and many different models uh, that have been uh, distilled into this course, into this blueprint, Parent in Love. So whether you join the course or not, and I sincerely hope that you do, I want you to have this blueprint in your mind. And no, I can't give you everything that's in that course. It's deep, it's long, it's meaningful work, it's very transformative. There have been hundreds of people who have gone through it. And I know that it's not just me who gets the results, it's them as well. And that is guaranteed, by the way, if you do want to join the course, I just want you to know that there is a risk-free guarantee. Um, but I want you to have the blueprint either way. 
So let me go into this blueprint. And as you do, I'm actually going to be sharing some of the stuff that goes on inside Parent in Love, some of the stuff that you would get if you were in there. But as I say, even if you're not joining, I want you to I want you to do this because I really believe that everybody needs to put a huge focus, a huge shine, a huge light on the quality of your relationship with your significant other. And the truth is that this is true even if uh, a couple does end up separating because we have people in Parent in Love who are separated. We have all types of families, um, but people who are separated still parent together and, in their, and therefore in many ways still need to go through this process. Now, before I just tell you about the blueprint, I also need to say a very important part of Parent in Love is that it only takes one person from the couple. You don't both need to know this blueprint. You don't need to now send this to your partner and make them get on board. Often that's another source of contention. Like now you have to do this and homework and getting someone to motivate and be proactive. It's very, very challenging. So the point of this process is to empower you, to, for you to do this for yourself and for your partner and for your kids and for your family, but primarily to empower you to create the relationship that you want. And I promise you that is possible in most cases uh, where there are two partners who are basically healthy individuals in a basically stable marriage, but are just finding a lot of disconnection and a lot of bickering and repetitive arguments and lack of libido and that kind of thing, all the normal issues that most couples I come across face, I promise it is possible to alchemize, transform, and completely radically change that situation with just one person going through this blueprint. Let's go for it. This is the mini training part. This is the actionable part. And I really want you to perk up your ears and ask yourself, how can I make this work for me? How does this apply to me? Okay. The first step that we need in order to move from miserable to blissful is our mindset, shifting and changing our mindset. The reason we have to start there is because if you, like me, like I was, are in a place where you're not thinking well about your relationship and about your partner and about yourself within that relationship, you do not stand a chance at creating the relationship that you dream of. If you have repetitive thoughts like, I didn't choose the right person, I got married too young or too old, or I settled, or I married beneath me, or my partner is not a good mother or father, or my partner isn't attractive to me, or I'm not attractive to my partner, or we're not the type of couple that we want to be. If you repetitively think uh, that you're embarrassed by your partner or the way you show up together as a couple in front of the in-laws or the cousins or the siblings, or if you have repetitive thoughts about alternative routes that you could have taken, your exes, right? Other types of relationships that you could have had or what other people have, right? Comparisonitis and comparing yourself to other people. All of those types of thought patterns are going to undermine this process. You cannot become a parent in love with your partner if your mindset is in a negative space, if you are thinking badly about your relationship. Now, there are certain core elements that you have to shift within your mindset that I outline in detail in Parent in Love. But just as a general step here, I want you to kind of score yourself, give yourself a rating. How positive is my mindset around our partnership? 
How well do I think about our relationship, about my partner, and about myself within this relationship? And one thing, one huge thing that I can actually help you with uh, in a detailed way here for free is that I have a meditation called You Chose Well. It's part of the Parent in Love Meditation album, and it is designed to rewire your brain if you ever have these types of thoughts that you didn't choose well or that you made some kind of mistake or if you just aren't seeing your partner in a very good light these days, this is going to rewire that for you. And you can get it for free uh, by simply taking my workshop, Unleash Your Inner Power Couple. So you would go to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash unleash. You would take the workshop. And then when you fill out the feedback form, I will gift you the You Chose Well meditation album. So, so many of uh, the members have already gone through that process and are reaping the benefits of that meditation. And that is a gift that I can give you on this first module of mindset. It also will give you a feel for the type of thing that you can expect within the course. And so if you connect to that, then you know you'll find yourself very well inside this course. Okay, so the first thing I need you to focus on is your mindset. How well do we think about our relationship? And let me just give you one other nugget here, which is if there is a thought of ending the marriage or relationship somehow, if there are ideas around how we can get out of time together or how we can kind of break this commitment, right? Like a recent client of mine was telling me about a fantasy of her partner disappearing or another client was telling about a fantasy of her partner being deployed or a fantasy about an ex coming into the picture. Those types of things, if those are happening, that needs to be the first thing to be addressed. And that's because you can't be Uh, with half a foot out the door. There is actually no such thing. When half a foot is out the door, it's basically your whole heart is out the door, right? And so if you want to get into this process, you need to go all in and your mindset is what will get you there. If you think about it in terms of parenting, if you have a bad mindset about your child, like she's a problem child, she has an issue, she has this label or that label, he is uh, difficult, he is challenging, he is broken somehow, it's very, very hard to support and help a child um, to grow and to behave the way we want them to when they're not thought of well, and our relationship is the same. Moving on to the second step of the Parent in Love Blueprint is all around communication. And inside the course, I call this drama-proofing communication. And here's the thing is that people think that communication is how well you get your message across to someone. The truth is that I believe that good communication is all about how well we understand each other. It's not actually how well you you know, broadcast your message, it's how well your message is received by the other person. Do they understand you and vice versa? Do you understand them? Now we have another really awesome free resource for you on this. And it's an ebook called The 10 Zen Secrets of Persuasion. Ethically get your partner on board with your parenting style. And the idea here is that we have to become master influencers. We have to become the type of people who can get a message through, right, through the back door of anyone's brain, of our partner's brain in this case, through the subconscious in a way that doesn't trigger defenses. And before you jump down my throat, of course, we want our partner to communicate with us in the same fashion. We want them to influence 
us as well. So I call these secrets of persuasion because, you know, marketing, I've got to make it sound sexy, but really it's just about healthy, healthy communication skills. Yes, they're a little bit ninja. They're a little bit, you know, psychology and understanding what primes us and what influences us. But I think that that is core to healthy relationships is being great communicators and being understood by each other. And so if you want to get your hands on that, it's also free. It's over at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash ebook. And it comes with its own email course. It will walk you through it. It will make sure you understand it. And it will really up your communication skills with your partner. Because here's the thing about communication. Often we simply repeat our same mistakes, our same patterns in communication. And I want to tell you a story about me and my partner that happened about 10 years ago, um, where we were in the kitchen, we're having this argument. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it uh, was the same argument we had had over and over again. It must be eight years ago, because I think I think I had a baby at the time. And I, I I actually caught myself thinking about that Einstein quote that doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different outcome is the definition of insanity. And I'm standing there thinking, I must be insane. I'm saying these words again and again, and I am not getting through. So clearly I need to try something different. And in that moment, I got out a pen and paper and I started to listen to what my partner was saying and to ask him to tell me more and tell me more. Now, of course, he was standing there complaining about me and about things that I was doing wrong. But instead of defending myself, instead of interrupting him, instead of showing him how all the ways he was wrong, I simply wrote down what he was saying. Like I was intrigued by this fascinating lecture and I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing a word and I was understanding everything. And this was so weird and awkward for both of us. Like, why are you doing that? We're in the middle of a fight. Why are you writing down what I'm saying? And I said to him, you know what? Because I want to take it seriously. I never take it seriously. I'm just being defensive. I'm just arguing with you and we're not getting anywhere. Let's get somewhere. And that's actually what I mean when I say visionary families or being creative. It's about taking different tools that we learn from business, from the medical world, from health and fitness, from design and applying them to our relationships to get those meaningful relationships that we want. That is really what I try to do in my craft is that blending of all these different modalities so that we can get these amazing results. And the result of that argument was absolutely incredible. We were closer than we had ever been before. I really understood him. He felt heard. And to be perfectly honest, he never again repeated those complaints and those issues because they were heard communication isn't about getting your message across. It's about understanding your partner's message and about making sure that they understand you. And we are so stuck trying to broadcast, trying to tell the other person why they're wrong and we're right, uh, make them see our way, that we actually bypass all of these incredible uh, ninja influencing moves that are zen, that are respectful, that are much more gentle. And it's kind of like we learn with respectful parenting, right? When you have a child there, just telling them again and again, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. What's that going to do? That's going to increase the power struggle. That's going to get them saying no to you. And that's going to make them more curious about this forbidden fruit. And so we learn the respectful, peaceful route. We learn to offer them a different choice. We learn to say, yes, you can do that. But first we have to unplug it. Or first we have to stand on a stool. 
and finding a way to give them a conditional yes rather than a hard no. This is simply Zen communication skills, right? It's learning how to be understood in a way that doesn't trigger doesn't trip the other person's defenses. So that is the second part of the blueprint. You first have to get your mindset in the right place or you will not communicate peacefully. But once your mindset is in the right place, you have to get your words in the right place. Okay, once we've done that, we can move on to step number three. And that is all about teamwork. The division of labor is a huge point of contention in many marriages and I hear especially from a lot of women this complaint that we do all the work we do all the hard things we are so burdened and we are doing the lion's share at home why isn't my partner taking on more or why is there always a fight about who does the dishes or about who's working harder who's more exhausted who gets to sleep in in the morning who needs to change this diaper I mean I know many of us have probably heard from a generation previous to us prior to us saying oh you're so lucky that your husband changes a diaper and we're like huh lucky he is their father isn't he right we're in a completely different generation when it comes to teamwork and whilst feminism gave us the gift of knowing that we can do anything we now often feel like we have to do everything and that is simply not a sustainable model for us many mothers in particular are burning out just feeling apathetic Um, or is it apathic? I never know. (laughs) Apathetic um, to their partners, no libido, no mojo, no connection, no attraction because they feel this huge burden on them, this huge burden of responsibility and this lack of teamwork. And it's not for nothing that those funny little books like Porn for Women are always men vacuuming and men dusting and men washing dishes and men soothing babies because that actually hits a really funny but really real note of what many women are uh, yearning for and wanting and seeking, which is we need the acts of service, man. Like that is our love language right now. We need the acts of service. We need the help. So how well we work together is all about our teamwork. Now, many of us are breadwinners both both partners are breadwinners. And many of us have a lot of equality in many other realms of our marriage. Maybe you formula fed and your partner was able to get up at night for uh, your baby. Or maybe it was your partner who did the weekends and you did, you know, during the week or whatever it was, whatever your division of labor is. If that is a point of contention, it has to get aligned on. It must get resolved. If you feel like there isn't fairness, right? If you're focusing on what's fair and you feel like it's unfair, then that is something that has to get resolved. And we actually have to completely shift our thinking about what good teamwork is, right? Uh, Another little gem from inside of Parent in Love is this idea of fairness being an incredibly corrosive idea to any partnership. Because what we've been taught by our culture is transactional relationships. Uh, It's a relationship where we keep score, right? Do you ever keep score? Do you have a list, a running list in your head of all the things your partner's done and all the things you've done so that you can bring it up next fight? We do this subconsciously and you're totally normal if you do do this. However, that is very corrosive to your relationship and very unhelpful in getting you the support that you truly want. And so getting aligned on teamwork is about putting to one side the transactional tit-for-tat measuring type of relationship and instead forming one that presupposes that we are all committed to this family, we are all going to be contributing to the degree and to the level that is conducive with our gifts 
capabilities, and desires, right? And so we're going to completely reframe that from being, oh, it's not fair, and you did this, and I did that, to how can each of us contribute in a way that we love to contribute, that feels good to us, and that we feel appreciated for, and how can we take ownership over the areas of our lives that we are making an issue about? For example, my client Layla, shout out to Layla, I love you, darling. Layla talks about how she came into the parent in love process feeling so angry that her husband, Hamed, wasn't doing as much of the housework as she was, particularly the laundry, which she is very particular about. She likes it done a certain way. And she felt incredibly resentful that he wasn't helping her with this all-important task, aka laundry. What she quickly realized by going through this process was that this was actually important to her but not to him. It was her baby. It was her thing. He did not care about laundry. He did not care about wearing crumpled shirts every day, but she took great pride, joy, and even satisfaction and creative process and license through the ironing and folding and all of those things. Now, I can't particularly relate to Layla because laundry is not one of those things for me, but there are other things that are those things for me, like designing the house or organizing. I love organizing. Now, if I hold that against my partner that he doesn't contribute to that area, I'm actually robbing us both of taking ownership over the areas of our lives that we excel at, over our zones of genius. And so what Layla realized was, no, actually she loves doing the laundry and she wants to and it's important to her, but what she needs from him is excellent. XYZ. In her case, it was, please, can you get the kids out of the house so that I can do this? Ah, now you're talking his language. Now this is something that he can help with. And so it became understanding what each of us actually needs in order to make a house a home and then realigning. And there are many very powerful processes of how you can do that inside of the Parent in Love course. But even if you don't join it, as I say, I think this gives you enough to work off uh, of really understanding, moving away from transactionality and into uh, connected, uh, you know, really powerfully aligned team where not only we don't undermine each other, not only we don't feel resentful of each other, but we actually uh, prop each other up and push each other into further greatness and further realization and actualization of ourselves, right? Right wanting each other to actualize in our careers and to actualize at home and to feel the most, you know, aligned and the most pampered within our home, right? Okay, so those are the first three steps, mindset, communication, teamwork. Then we go into vision. And I know that this is absolutely huge for all of us because I think anyone listening to this is in a place where they want to craft a real vision for their family. They don't want to waste their life just going through the motions and default, right? Checking boxes. I call this the industrial mode of family, where we just check boxes all about the readiness for the next stage all the way to college. And then when you've graduated your kid from college, that's it, you're done. You've finished the parenting factory line. No, no, no. I think you and I are here because we have this wild, free, uh, organic, 
um, inner, right, internal experience that we're connected to of how we might be a little bit different, right? I call it the radical middle, okay? We may, we may not be completely renegade. We may not be completely rebellious. We may still be part of culture and part of mainstream in many different realms, right? Maybe some things that you just are going with the flow, but in some areas, particularly in the area of the fulfillment of your relationships, you are visionary. You see something greater, something bigger. You have a calling to really actualize on those relationships, not to let them be a source of trauma or stress or just, you know, bringing you down, but actually to be a source of great energy and great beauty uh, and great fulfillment. So, Uh, if we are in a partnership, then we need to align on that vision. We need to both know where we're trying to go, who we're trying to be. And in order to do that, we often need to discover where we come from. We need to understand where we each came from, what happened in our childhood, how has it shaped us to be who we are today? How does it shape how we see parenting and how does it shape our interactions? Another little tidbit that I'll share with you from inside of Parent in Love is we actually learn how our childhood interactions with our own parents has influenced and is currently influencing our current relationship with our partner and what we can do to overcome that and heal that inner child. And then move from there so that we're not trapped in our childhood forever reenacting these stressful, you know, moments from childhood, but actually move from there into crafting a vision for our future. Where are we trying to go? Who are we essentially as a family? What is our identity? What type of people are we? Where are we going with all of this? Why did we organize as a family unit in the first place? And how can we realize our vision? That is in the next step of this blueprint. So We can't get to that if we haven't aligned on the things prior, right? It's very much a pyramid that builds. You've got to first get your mindset in order, then your communication skills, then your teamwork has to be in flow so that you're not arguing over the dishes. And then we can start talking bigger picture around vision and feeling like we're both pointing in the same direction. We're actually supporting each other's goals and dreams and those are intertwined with each other. Next comes, you know, before I move on to the next point, I'll just give you some practical elements there with the vision. But a lot of that is about specific conversations that we bring up with our partner. So I don't know about you, but I often used to feel when I went on date nights with my partner, the rare date nights that we managed to get to, or we were on a long drive together or whatever. When we had these deep conversations, I often felt like Mm, we were just missing something. We were scratching the surface, but never really getting to the deep places that would transform our relationship and help us understand each other deeper. And it is only through this process of crafting visions together and understanding both where we came from and where we're going that I understood how we can really get into each other's kishkas, as they say in Yiddish, right? Into each other's guts, into each other's deeper, um, the deeper parts of ourselves, right? The deeper parts of our psyche, of our heart, of our soul, whatever you want to call it. But really kind of being seen. This is that phase where you want to really be seen for all you bring, right? So that you can kind of flush out and pour light on to those deep, shameful, hidden vulnerabilities from childhood or from teenagehood or whatever, and then heal them and move on, liberate yourself so that you can move on to crafting and creating that, you know, family bliss that you seek. 
So the practical thing here is to have those deep conversations. And I have lots of prompts for you on that inside of Parent in Love. Those of you joining will really go through that in a deep way and understand how to have those conversations without triggering defenses, without seeming like we are criticizing our in-laws or, you know, not actually able to get a, a spouse who's very quiet and internal to talk about this type of thing. So how to really go through those processes uh, in a kind of safe and loving way. But the point is to have them, to understand each other's childhoods, to understand each other's history. It is a never ending process. That is something you never stop. You never finish. You never fully understand. We're always in a process of getting to know each other on a deeper level. The next phase of the parent in love process is all about connection. And I know we wanted to get to this earlier, right? And of course, we touch on connection throughout all of these phases, but we can't feel really that friendship, that camaraderie, the intimacy, the passion, um, all of the things that we want in a romantic, significant other, unless the other foundational elements are there. And so we get to this stage after we've done all of that work, we bring forth the connection and we bring forth feeling like we are here for each other. We support each other. Not only we support each other, but we actually elevate each other to our highest good. We actually bring out the best in each other. And, you know, linked to this, very much linked to this, is the bonuses that we've added into Parent in Love because just FYI, it's a dynamic course. It's not a one and done. We're continuously refreshing, adding to it, upgrading it. And we are very responsive. You know, me and my team are there in the Facebook group and in the emails and in the coach calls and everything to be there for people so that your hand is held throughout this process, right? You have the accountability and you have the support. So why am I saying all of this? Because when we first launched Parent in Love, we didn't have any unit about sex. And what a lot of people found as they went through the course was that they had transformed their relationship. Their arguments were unrecognizable from what they were before. They still had arguments, but now they knew how to handle them. They knew how to uh, never stoop too low. They knew how to quickly repair. They knew how to fully communicate and fully connect and fully repair from those arguments very quickly. And they knew whether or not and how they could or should not argue in front of the children and all of that stuff. And they just found so much love, so much open-heartedness, so much unconditional love that they had never experienced towards their partner. What they were still missing though, and a crucial element of most romantic and intimate relationships is their sex life. And I think quite a lot of people were finding that that was something that they also needed to address. And so we did. We listened and we added in this whole unit called Sexy Mofo. And not only that, but we're also having some pretty incredible guest experts on the topic of sex, especially the difficulty with accessing our desire for sex or the feelings around, I need to do it for him. And we've done surveys on our community. Maybe you took the survey. Thank you if you did. And we've really found that for most people, their sex life satisfaction went from an eight before they had kids and dropped to a two now. And so this is a very real pain point across many, many, many parents and all different cultures. And I say this in regards to connection because I think that that is a core component of the connection piece. And we have an entire module, an entire bonus dedicated to that. 
But separate from our intimate life, our sex life, I also want to talk about just our connection, how well we feel together. Do we feel like when we're out and about with friends, we're getting jabbed at by our partner or we're being given the eyes or we're making a little bit of fun of them or being a bit mean to them or we just don't feel like a power couple? Do we feel like we enjoy our date nights together or our um, any time that we have alone, right? Do we feel like we know how to connect deeply? Is it even there? Is it even accessible? Or does it feel just out of reach? Like, yes, we could, but we can't quite get there. Because if so, that is the step that we need to take here. And I will say, if you feel disconnected, it is crucial to get back on that horse, to get back on the connection horse. And I have a free video for you on my blog all about how to reconnect with your partner. And that video will give you some very practical advice um, straight from this module right over there. But it isn't enough. And if you're feeling truly resentful and like almost repulsed, like I don't even want my partner to get home, then you really need to get into this module to go to all the deeper stuff because you're going to have to unpack those stories before you can connect. But either way, I would really invite you to watch that video and learn about the reconnecting with your partner. The ideas of using bonding elements like how do we bond with a baby right we make eye contact we have physical touch we laugh together um we feel each other's warmth we smile at each other these are such basic things that can actually deeply improve our connection with our partner as well and so that is one very real very tangible and very instantaneous way that we can reconnect but as i say i know for some of you you're like ah i'm not looking into his eyes i'm not touching her because you feel so disconnected, in which case we need to unpack the stories a little bit deeper. And also just to realize that it's important. You need to feel connected. And so it's worth putting your time and effort there. So let's move on to the final step of this blueprint, which is all about leadership. And this is how well we parent together. And this is one of the things that really differentiates this course from any other couples course, which is that this is specifically designed, excuse me, designed for peaceful parents, right? I know probably some of your struggles because I am one of us. Uh, You know, we struggle with co-sleeping in our sex life. We struggle with Uh, extended breastfeeding or choices about which educational path or we struggle with uh, you know how we manage our money and financial arguments we struggle with feeling like our partner isn't on board with our parenting or is undermining our parenting style we struggle with feeling like we can't quite trust our partner with our kids or you know we are touched out and burnt out and don't want any more people needing us at the end of the day so This whole entire unit of leadership, this final step of the blueprint is learning to be great leaders together. It's learning about really supporting each other's parenting, right? And I want to just bring you back to the story I told you at the beginning about my husband being able to step in and support me when I grab my son's arm too roughly and being able to actually be there for me and remind me of the type of parent I want to be and see my goodness, hold my goodness to light and being a supportive role and being like, whoa, I know that this isn't how you want to handle it. And so I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to step in and I'm going to help you uh, stop yourself. I'm going to help you hold yourself to the goals of who you want to be, to show up as who you most want to be, to be the parent that you most want to be. So what would it feel like and what would you need to do 
in order to have that kind of connection with your partner where you feel that you elevate each other's parenting, that you support each other's relationship with your kids, right? And I think that one of the core elements there is actually learning what each other needs in times of stress, right? Talking to each other in times of calm about what can I do to support you when you get triggered? And this is a core, you know, frustration and challenge for all of us. When you get triggered, I am worried for the kids. I am worried about how you're treating them or about what you're saying. Or alternatively, when you are constantly on your phone, I'm worried about them. Or when you make comparisons about them or tickle them or get wild before bedtime or feed them things that I don't approve of, you know, or punish them or use timeouts or yell, all of the different things that might not align with how I want you to be as a parent, having the conversation in a time of calm, in a connected way. And I actually outline inside of Parent and Love how to have difficult conversations without triggering defenses, without them becoming arguments, right? Because there are so many things we can do to psychologically set the stage for success, right? To be in that connected place before we have those conversations. But doing that, really setting the stage for success and then having a conversation about how we can support each other and what our parenting goals are. And because we've already aligned on our vision and had those childhood conversations, we have that greater understanding and we are much more aligned on our goals. Now we can actually help each other to fulfill on those goals, to fulfill on those promises that we've made to ourselves of who we want to be for our children. So. This is the parent enough process, okay? Mindset, how well we think about our relationship. Communication, how well we understand each other. Teamwork, how well we work together. Vision, how well we align on our goals. Connection, how well we feel together. And leadership, which is how well we parent together. I really want to encourage you, if this has spoken to you and you want to take it further, I want to really encourage you to join Parent in Love now. You just go to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash parent in love. I know you might have all sorts of resistances to it, all sorts of procrastination, a million different excuses why you're not going to do it or you're not going to do it right now. And I want to really encourage you to set those to one side and to make this investment in yourself and in your relationship. It is crucial that we do so for our children's future and for our own future, right? I have a dream of how I want to be as a couple. And I want to be the type of home that my kids are excited to bring friends over to because there aren't tensions and they don't have to be embarrassed about how their parents are. I have a dream that I will never burden my children with complaints about my husband or they'll never have to, you know, do reverse parenting on me because I'm having a hard time in my marriage. I want them growing up knowing we take care of our own ish and we know what to do and we are the adults and we actually can even model for them a really inspiring relationship so much so that maybe we'll be the people they come to for advice when they have relationship issues. Who knows? But the thing is that we only get one chance at the relationship that we want, right? I mean, not one chance, you get a chance every single day. But when we look back, you know, at the end of our life, we can't change how we showed up. We can't change who we were in that relationship, how that romance, you know, expressed itself. And I think about this kind of often because, you know, there are lots of cliched marriage advice, like never go to bed angry or speak each word as if it was your last. And those are really powerful and real, except that they're a little bit unattainable. 
But rather than thinking about every single word that comes out of our mouth, how about we think about the big picture of our relationship? And the big picture of our relationship, when we look back on it, will we feel grateful for what it was? Will we feel a sense of pride for what we accomplished and for how we showed up for each other? Or will we feel that we missed out? Will we feel this sense that we never showed up how we wanted to, that we never loved the way that we wanted to, that we weren't loved the way we wanted to be? In that sense, I think we only get this one chance at life. This is our real life. This is our real relationship. This is the thing that we're doing now. And if we don't change, it won't change, right? So I think we really need to think about making these changes again, whether you do them within the course or outside of the course, really need to think about what will happen a year from now if we don't make changes, right? When we don't make changes to our parenting, when we continue to yell, when we continue to bribe and punish and threaten, we get more of the same. But when we make dramatic changes to ourselves, to how we show up to a relationship, then we can see dramatic changes in the relationship itself and in the other individual. We can make, and I have seen firsthand, hundreds of dramatic transformations in a matter of months, if not even weeks, when people make profound shifts and really put their energy towards something. So this is worth your energy, and it's certainly worth a test run, and that's why we make it risk-free. But I also want to remind you of all the free resources you have if you're not joining the course, or even if you are, all the free resources you have to start to get the wheels turning on this, right? You have the ebook over at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash ebook, and you have the Unleash Your Power Couple workshop over at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash unleash. And once you've taken that, you will also unlock your You Chose Well meditation. And you'll just get that via email. You'll fill out a feedback form and you'll get that for free. And I would love to hear, you know, just be in touch with me on Instagram or on Facebook or via email. And let me know if you have been seeing profound changes just from all of this free content that's being put out there. Because you also have to ask yourself, if this is what we're putting out there for free, can you even imagine what will be inside the course? I mean, it really takes it all and puts it on steroids, goes so much deeper, so much more Uh, lasting changes and more transformational and more supported, right? Because we're there holding you accountable and holding your hand every step of the way. So I I think it's worth checking out. I really do believe it. I'm very passionate, passionate about this course because I feel called to help parents with their partnering. I think it's foundational to positive parenting. It's foundational to creating family bliss If we're in a partnership, it is foundational that it be a happy, healthy, vibrant, blissful, sexy one. And I am not willing to settle. And I really hope that you are not willing to either. Thanks for listening to the Parenting Junkie Show. If this was helpful for you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Subscribing to the show means you'll get the bonus episodes that I only deliver here. And when you rate and review the show, it helps other parents find it. I'll be shouting out some of my favorite reviews in upcoming episodes and would love to spotlight you. And remember, keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste.